When you think about children's books in the maritime industry, you probably think about books about tugboats and ships. But there is a new book that was recently written by a female graduate of California Maritime Academy, and it's about a container. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Casey the Container and Her First Day in Port is a children's book about a new shipping container. Casey meets new friends, experiences the workings of the waterfront, and learns the important role containers play in our world. The story, as told from Casey's perspective, provides operational insight about the movement of containerized cargo. Christina Bowden is the author of Casey the Container and her first day in port. In 2003, Christina graduated from the California Maritime Academy and began her career on the same waterfront she visited as a child. She is currently the president of West Coast Resource Services, a consulting firm specializing in occupational safety for terminal operators and stevedores. In the 10-year period that preceded the launching of West Coast Resource Services, Christina was the assistant director of health, safety, and environment for Ports America, the largest terminal operator and stevedore in the United States. Her primary role was the development and implementation and management of safety programs unique to the stevedoring environment. I recently interviewed Christina to learn why she wrote Casey the Container and her first day in port, what the self-publishing process was like for her, and how the industry responded when she published the book. I'm pleased to share this interview with you now. Welcome, Christina, to the Women Offshore podcast. Thank you, Allie. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be with you today. This is great. Yeah. So start out with what motivated you to write Casey the Container and her first day in port. So my family, um, me and my husband, we both work uh, shoreside in the industry, and we have a, a five-year-old son. His name's Nolan. And one day, Nolan and I were driving across uh, Terminal Island, which is uh, in the port of LA and Long Beach. And whenever we drive down there, he gets super enthralled, super excited about all of the big equipment. He loves the cranes. He loves the stacks of containers. He loves to see the UTRs. And so one day he said, hey, mom, let's get a book about this. And I was like, sure, I, I think that will be amazing. And so, because we have books about everything, right? Um, construction and fire trucks and airplanes and trains. and But he was totally right. We didn't have a book about this, meaning the port. And we do have um, a few books about, like, uh, tugboats, right? And, like, the, the harbor in general. But nothing uh, operationally that captured how cargo moves. And so I'm like, okay, dude, let's go try to find a book about the port. And so I searched Amazon, right? Like that's what everybody does first. If they want something, <laughs> they open their app and like, you know, search for a children's book about this and nothing was coming up. And so I'm like, okay, let's go to the bookstore and see what we can find. And so then we would talk to the, um, the managers of the children's book sections and, and they're like, there just isn't anything like that. And so I, I went to a couple bookstores, a couple different chains, right? Like 
because they have access to all these systems that have thousands of books. And everybody kept saying, that book does not exist. And so it was like a light bulb moment where it's like, maybe this is an opportunity to fill this gap because there's an obvious gap in the, the children's book industry about this. So let's fill it, right? And provide some sense of education and understanding about what goes on down in the port because a lot of people it's a big mystery right they see all this equipment but they really just don't know what happens and, and how things move so the the short answer is my five-year-old son he was the the motivation but then it was also an awareness that there's a there's a big gap in knowledge that I think we can fill why is Casey a container and not a tugboat or a ship very good question um I thought about that um I'd actually in this writing process, there was lots of scribbles, lots of doodles, lots of rhyming, just lots of um, creative exploration, right, about how can we kind of bring this world into the, 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 the view of children, right? And so it was definitely a thought originally. I love tugboats. I think they're so cool. Um, but I th- there was already some books out there that talk about boats. Right. And if you think of the, the a journey um, from the perspective of a container, they go all around the world. Right. Not just on ships, but they also get to travel over the road with trucks. They get to travel across the countries on trains. And so the, the container is important because it ties in the complete logistics chain. Right. The whole supply chain. And so eventually. Um, Casey will go on more adventures and see uh, different parts of the supply chain. But for right now, it's a good start. And it's, you know, my world to start her in an operational place as a container moving from, you know, very specific point right in that in that supply chain being discharged and then put on the dock. Looking back at this experience of writing the book, what was it like? Were you able to just knock it out or did you take a lot of time? From basically start to publication date or launch date, as you want to call it, it was about two and a half years. Uh, they don't teach you how to write books at the Maritime Academy, right? <laughs> They're like navigate that ship. Um, so it was a it it was a huge learning curve. Thank goodness for the internet because there's a lot of cool information. You can do so much research and. There's been a lot of really great authors who have been through this self-publishing process before me, and they have written books on it. So there was a lot of good resources, which I think added to the length of the process because it was like I was exploring creatively the writing process, and then I was trying to learn, like, okay, what's the next step in this? Because I'm self-published. I'm not with a big publishing company. So there was the writing aspect of it that took a lot of research. And then there was the publishing aspect that took a significant amount of research, finding the right people to help you along in this process. It was a rewarding experience because as an adult, it's fun to learn something new that you that's like totally outside your your normal wheelhouse. It's challenging at times, too, because you're learning something new that you're like, I don't know if this is the right step to take, right? So there was definitely some some missteps along the way, but from each of those missteps, definitely learned and said, okay, we won't go down that direction again. Uh, but it was really cool. It was really rewarding. And what's, I think the best part of the experience is that 
it was like this concept in the beginning, right? It's just that thought in your head, right? That kind of floats around there for a while. And then to see that thought really kind of transform and evolve and become edited and then result in something tangible that you can hold and share with people, that's a really fun, cool experience. And then getting to see other people read your book, that's like really, it's just a really great like uh, heartwarming feeling when you see like people will send me pictures of their kids reading that book. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. Like all the time that it took to put it together, right? Like all the hours and a lot of self-doubt too. You're like, okay, every time I get one of those, it's just, it just really validates you as a person going, we did the right decision here. This is definitely worth it. Sounds very rewarding. And I imagine that you're planting seeds about working in the maritime industry. And so I wanted to know, you know, why is it important that kids who are far from having careers learn about the maritime industry? Is it about planting that seed? It's about just giving kids an option that there's this whole industry out there that doesn't get talked a lot about. We like just to to go back to Nolan's story, right? We have we have so many books about so many things, right? And kids are introduced from a very young age. When, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a firefighter. Oh, I want to work in construction. Oh, I want to be an astronaut, right? Because those are all very common books for kids. And so this is just, uh, this can be part of that selection, right? Part of that repertoire of when a parent or a guardian or a grandparent decides to buy a book for their kid, right? It's like, oh, this is an option that they can then be introduced to. It's this world. And I've always said that, you know, we're in this industry now, right? We all have different roles, but we're not going to be in it forever. We're going to need people that come in behind us, good people that come in behind us and continue to do good work. And so maybe a little boy or a little girl reads this book and says, oh, you know, one day I want to do that. You know, we need, we're going to need future captains. We're going to need future port captains. We're going to need, you know, future people that work in um, the logistics world, in the safety world, all of these things that we do. And so this just can, like you said, plant that seed maybe early on and it'll just give them an avenue or a world that they just, that didn't exist before, that they just weren't aware of. You talk about getting these photos from people and how rewarding it is to see, you know, these kids reading your book. What other responses have you received besides that? From peers in industry, it's all been positive. It's all been positive and it's been um, rewarding because people are like, it's so cool that you talk about what we do. Again, there's so many things that occur, right, within this shipping world that people just don't know what happens. And so it's um, a lot of adults have been like, that's really cool. We've enjoyed reading it. Or I get the feedback of like, you know, now I get to show my kids what I do. So people will point out, you know, if they're a train operator, if they drive UTR, if they work in the management role, they get to point out now to friends and family, like, you know, I work down here. And so um, the feedback has been really rewarding from the kids enjoying it and then to um, peers in industry using it. And then I just found out from a, a client 
that they're actually using it within new new training, right? When they bring in new people into the industry that aren't aware of it, they're using it as like an introductory piece to give a very basic understanding of what occurs. And so I was like, that is so cool to know that it's being used, you know, uh, in different realms for different reasons. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that the maritime industry is supporting you from different avenues and embracing this concept of, yeah, it's it's for kids, but there's so much to learn, especially for people who've, who aren't familiar with the maritime industry. They can start there and then, you know, build the foundation up. So that that's great. I, you know, just congratulations to you on creating this. It's such a great idea. And I think it's a great recruitment tool uh, for, for kids and, and for really anyone. So what's next for you? You alluded earlier that, you know, there might be some other books. You know, can you share anything at this point? So right now in, in Casey's um, first journey, her first day in port, she starts on a container ship and she gets discharged to a, a UTR. And then she spends some time in the, in the container yard and then she gets taken off terminal um, by diesel named Dan, right? Dan the diesel. And she, her last point of contact is at a distribution center. I would really love to get Casey on a train and get her going across the United States to see, you know, different parts of the country from her perspective. I think that would be really cool to show kids how the containers go from one place to another. Um, I would also love to get Casey involved with a Christmas story. Um, I know that the uh, Christmas trees get delivered um, over to Hawaii in containers. And so I think she could help Santa with the Christmas season, um, getting some of those type of items brought over to the island of Hawaii. I think that would be really fun. And so, um, and I'd also like to get her overseas um, to some of the big ports in China, right? Because, their processes are a little different. They're very heavily automated and um, things look a little bigger. And so I think it would be cool from uh, her perspective to be put in a, a big, right, a big operating environment and see who she meets and some of the new friends that she could, you know, pick up along the way. So there are some plans. Um, it just takes time. Um, I'm not a trained author. <laughs> I, this is just, this, I write from my gut. Thank God I found a really great editor who I send stuff to and she marks it up with red pen. Um, so there are more stories to come. I just, in due time, I have to find the right words to match up with Casey's adventures. Yeah, well, I can't wait to see what you produce next. I'm sure it will be absolutely amazing and just it will support the maritime industry even further. So thank you again. And again, congratulations on your success and, and for creating this. It's it's very important. And I really appreciate that you created this book. Thank you, Allie. And I wanted to say congratulations to you on all of your success with your podcast and your new appointment and everything that you're doing for Women Offshore. It is amazing for women in the industry to have that support. So thank you for, for everything that you do too. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore Podcast. This has been episode 19. If you haven't already heard, we have a conference coming up. 
Join Women Offshore July 9th and 10th at Rice University in Houston, Texas for our third annual Women Offshore Unite Conference. Early bird registration will open March 1st. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.